Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Find Me in a Book podcast. I'm your host, Tav. I hope you had a great weekend. I was able to go to Idaho. I didn't record anything with my family, but I mean, that's how it goes. I just was spending time with them and having fun. There is so much snow in Idaho. I don't know where you're listening to this podcast from, but I live in North Carolina and I've been here for about a year and there is no snow that happens here. Uh, occasionally, like maybe once a year, but hardly at all. So going back to Idaho, where they're having like one of the biggest winters they've had in a long time, that was kind of shocking. It was so cold. Like they actually had a snow day yesterday and today because of the cold. And my mom works for an elementary school and some of their pipes burst And so, like, their kitchens, like, the cafeteria was, like, flooding. Like, the cold is just so cold. (laughs) That sounds so dumb, but it's just so cold over there. And, yeah, it was very shocking. And I was there from a Thursday to a Sunday, and it snowed almost a foot and a half. And they already had, like, two feet there. So it was insane, but it was also really nice to see snow after a year. Very cold, very slippery, but it was it was pretty magical, I'd say. This week, yes, this episode is going to be on a late Tuesday night. Once again, I don't know, Mondays just are so busy at work a lot of the times that some sometimes I just don't feel like recording after work you know I just need to plan better but it's fine I'm really excited about the book that we're going to talk about I actually read it oh I want to say like a month ago but I wrote my notes as I was doing it because I I know I wanted to do an episode on it and it is called X's and O's and it's by Amy Leah which she came out with a first book called Set on You And I think I briefly talked about that one in uh, another episode a while back. Uh, I'm pretty sure I didn't do an episode on it, but I should have. It just, it was a very, very cute book. Uh, In that book, there's a girl named Crystal, and she is like a fashion, fitness, curvy influencer. And she meets this like firefighter and it's just a very, very cute book. Well, this is about her sister and it's about a 2.5 in spice. Like when it does have a toast scene, it's kind of spicy, but there's like no spice scene. Well, there's like one spice scene at the very end. But other than that, yeah, it's it's pretty mild. So I would still say no to my mom, but I would say yes to my sister. I think sh- that she would really enjoy this book because it's very cute. It's kind of funny, and it just, like, is very endearing. And I just all around loved it, so I definitely recommend this book. We are going to be talking about Tara, which we already said that she is Crystal's sister. So Crystal was the one in the very first book. So Tara is uh, two years older than Crystal. In the other book, Crystal met the firefighter at the gym, like her soon-to-be husband. And then um, they didn't see each other again until her grandma was getting married again. And it was actually to the firefighter's grandpa. So that's how they kind of met. They got together. And Tara is a nurse. But she also is like a romance book reviewer. So she like goes live on Instagram 
and reviews books, kind of like what I'm doing, but she does it just mostly on Instagram. It was very interesting, and it's very cute how she, like, says things to her audiences. Like, she goes over, like, the different tropes. I just really enjoyed every time that there was, like, an excerpt of her like going live to Instagram. I thought it was a different way to write a book. I mean, not the whole book is like that, but I just, it was really refreshing and a new concept, especially as social media gets bigger and bigger and influencers become a more norm thing. I really enjoyed just watching that or like imagining it (laughs) because it's a book. You know what I'm saying? Tara is a nurse. Um, She has been living with her sister for the past eight months since her and her fiance broke up and it opens with her on a subway and she makes eye contact with this really cute guy that's sitting across the aisle and he comes and sits by her and she's like kind of freaking out inside like oh my gosh this guy is so cute like is he going to talk to me kind of like flustered a little bit. So he starts to flirt with her. He like sees that she's reading a book. And so he he flirts with her about books and she gets really excited. She's like, oh, my gosh, is this my meet cute? Like, is this where everything goes down? I'm so excited. And so they get to talking some more. And then there's a a commotion um, to get off the train for this next stop or the subway or whatever. And so she looks up from her book again and he's gone. And so is her purse which is so (laughs) it's so unfortunate it's funny to read about but it's very unfortunate because she was so excited and then when she goes to look at him again he has stolen her purse so she gets mugged that day so when she gets back her sister talks to her about the fireman her fiance is going to be moving in with crystal so basically tara has to move out but since he's leaving an apartment like he has a roommate which is his best friend he's like hey you can just like take my spot like we can just switch so she's like okay like that's within my my budget I can totally do that if your best friend is okay with that which he is and the best friend roommate his name is Trevor and he is a firefighter as well and so when she moves in she like has all her stuff and she goes over to basically unpack everything and and officially be moved over there so she walks in And Trevor is actually, like, um, making toast with the woman. You know what I'm saying? You you know the the term making toast already, right? Like, um, like we've talked about this. I mean, if you're new to the podcast, you probably don't understand when I reference making toast, which it just means that they're having sex. I just am very sheltered still, and the word sex, I still can't say that very fluidly. Um, so yeah, that's what it means. So he's doing that with a woman and they're like embarrassed. So they hurry and go to his bedroom to like get dressed and the girl comes out and Tara starts talking to her and they just become best friends. Like that's who Tara is. She just becomes best friends with everyone. She's just a very, very friendly person. And so the girl leaves and Trevor comes out and they kind of get to know each other a little bit and You can tell that they just have a funky relationship, like funky friendship. They're just like teasing, but it's not like a flirting teasing. It's kind of like a brotherly sister. It's very funny how they have these conversations. And so she talks to him about all her books because she has books just like laying around and he's kind of a neat freak. And so um, 
she starts to talk to him about this Valentine's Day gala that the hospital is hosting for its employees about how she needs to find a date and she doesn't know what she wants to do. And then she starts talking about um, in every relationship, there's a dumper and a dumpy, which, of course, you know, is the one that gets their heart broken. And she's always been the one that's been dumped, which I can relate to that. I think I've only broke up with one guy and he cried and I felt terrible about it. Um, And that was in college, honestly. (laughs) And then I think every other relationship that I've been in, I think they broke up with me or it was like a very, very mutual feeling. But still, they were the one that was like, hey, we shouldn't do this. Later on that weekend, I believe it's a weekend, um, but her grandma comes over because her grandma is a very interesting, spunky, just eclectic woman. And so she really wants to get into Instagram as well. And so she comes over and does like little reviews with Tara like occasionally and so her grandma gets over there Tara tells her about the mugging about how she thought it was a meet cute and her grandma was like no meet cutes don't just happen like you have to make them happen and she's like well why don't you just do what I did and try to date my exes and I I like that like meet cutes yeah sure it's like an exception to the rule when they just naturally happen but I really agree that it's like you have to make them happen. Like if you want to go for someone, go for them. Uh, Like with my husband and I, I saw him while he was performing comedy on a stage and I it was like love at first sight. And so I told my roommates, I was like, he is so cute. And they're like, we know him. And so I could have just left it at that. But I was like, no, he needs to come over tomorrow. We'll make him dinner because his roommate was dating my roommate and so it worked perfectly and I was like bring him over he has to come over and so like I feel like you have to take your fate into your own hands and just help it along to create those meat cutes so she takes what her grandma says to heart and she creates this board like the FBI and puts up all of her exes on there And starts to investigate on where they are, what they're doing, how can she get in contact with them, like just basically having this lineup so that she can find someone to go to this gala with. And it's pretty funny throughout the book because Trevor gets pretty involved with it and gives her like dating advice and helps her with like talking to these guys and like what to text, what to not text because she's kind of like she's a lot she is a person that sends a million texts at a time really long texts and just like jumps like two feet in immediately so he's helping her kind of like slow down and really like think about each of these dates and everything and they start talking about like valentine's day and she asks him like oh are you the type of person that is like oh we can celebrate love every day which to be honest i was that person i always have been that person on valentine's day i'm like oh why are we celebrating like i can show my love every day like i don't need a special day to be able to do that but i really liked what was written in here and it says like life gets busy Why not use it as an excuse to take stock of all the people you love in your life and go the extra mile to make them feel special? 
And I really like that because you're right. Like, I don't want it to be just any other day. Sure, I could show my love every day, but why not have one day to make your person feel really special? And so I'm a believer in Valentine's Day now. I'm going to start it this year to make it a really special day, which is kind of fun because it will be JR and I's 10th Valentine's Day together. It's our 10-year wedding anniversary this year as well. He actually proposed, I think it was two days after Valentine's Day. So it will be 10 years of us being engaged, 10 years of us being together, just 10 years. And that is so exciting. So I want to make it special this year because I honestly haven't made it very special any other year. So I think this is a good year to start. So Tara starts contacting her exes, and the first one that she contacts, um, she tells him to meet her at a coffee shop, and he's running really late, she's about to call it, when she sees him pull up on a Segway, like a Segway scooter, like if that already doesn't give you red flags, I don't know what does. So he comes in, and he's just already like I don't like him at all and she already is like he's changed I don't like him at all uh he says that he got a sick inheritance when his grandpa died so he doesn't have a job he's just playing it by ear and she is like this guy is insane and she asks him like oh do you know like do you remember why we broke up? Because I don't, I don't remember if they like dated in high school or college. I think it might have been college. But he tells her that she used to be a stage five clinger. And he was just not ready for how needy she was. So he's very insulting to her. And he is like, I don't want to start something new. Like, I don't know why you invited me. Just really rude to her. So he leaves and she's already like, okay, I don't think I want to go through all these people. Like, it just, the first date sucked. So she's like, okay, not him. So she crosses him off the list. And she actually works with her ex-fiance. He is a doctor. And that, like, just was a really long relationship, and it just, like, fizzled out, and he just started treating her, like, really, really badly. And when they stopped dating, like, when they broke off their engagement, he immediately started, I mean, I guess it was two months later, started dating another person. So it just made her feel like he was starting to, like, talk to this other person even while they were dating, and it just, we do not like her ex-fiance. He is a douchebag. And so, and during this time, her and Trevor are creating this really great friendship and have become, like, really great roommates. And whenever she would read a new book, um, she would tell him just, like, a line from a book, and he would try and guess the trope that it was. And so that is so fun. Like, I kind of want m- husband to do that. And every time I read a book, I'll be like, hey, what trope is this? Like, I think that would be fun. Just like a cute little game. So she goes on a date with another ex. And she is unsure about it. So she makes Trevor go and sit in another booth, like, behind them. And, like, just to watch, basically. And this guy, they get along really, really well. They're very excited about each other. And he tells her about all the traveling that he's been doing. 
and that he wants to do. And she's like, oh, yeah, that sounds so cool. And he, like, invites her to go to Europe with him. And she's like, yeah, I want to. And then behind the guy, Trevor's like, what are you doing? Like, he's shaking his head like, what are you doing? And so then she starts to talk to this guy about her goals and her wanting to, like, settle down and have a family. And that's when he is kind of like, I don't think this is going to work. Like, as much as I want you to go to Europe, like, I'm not ready to settle down. I don't want, like, a house and picket fence. Like, I I think we should just be friends. And so they have a great time the rest of the, the time just be like as friends like they get along really well so there's no Jeff no Brandon um so Jeff was the one on the Segway Brandon was the one that she just had dinner with and then a guy named Mark she said no Mark when she reached out to him he said he wasn't interested in meeting up with her so she's like okay that's fine and as she's getting to know Trevor um she starts to see the name Angie a couple places and like on his phone and so she thinks like okay who's Angie is this like a new girlfriend is this a love interest she gets kind of like she just gets kind of jealous a bit because she's like he's my friend like I really like him but then he takes her to meet Angie which Angie is his niece so he has a brother um, their mom died when they were when he was 13 So his grandma raised them and his brother got married, had a baby. Well, his wife had a baby and then he just kind of freaked out and then left them. And so they don't really know where he is. They think he might be in like Texas on an oil field. But Trevor has been helping take care of Angie and she's actually in the hospital um, waiting for a heart transplant. And. So he, like, goes and visits her. He's, like, the best uncle, basically. And so he enlists Tara to help plan Angie's birthday party. So they are planning all of that. I think it happens after the Valentine's Day gala is when this party would happen, or it's right before. I can't remember. Um, So she's, like, helping plan the party. And then she talks to a guy named Zion. One of her exes is named Zion. He's just way too busy. Um, can't find time for her. And then she still can't find Daniel. Daniel was her very first love. She can't find him on any social media, so she still kept him on there. Um, she meets up with Linus. It was a great meetup. They get along really, really well until he says that he is missing his boyfriend too much and that um, he's just not ready to be in a heterosexual relationship because he misses his boyfriend so much. So she's like, that's okay. We can be friends. Like, let's let's be friends. And then she finds Cody, which Cody is a real estate agent. So she's like, okay, I am going to have a natural meeting with him. Uh, I'm going to go to one of his listings. So she goes with her friend and is looking at this house. And Cody comes up to him and he's like, oh my gosh, Tara, is that you? Like, and she's like, wow, Cody, you know, acting all surprised and everything. And so he gets her number and they exchange like texts for probably about four days. And he's actually kind of pushy with like wanting like nudes and being like kind of sexual. And so she's like, "Mm, I don't know if I like this. And then one night um, he accidentally texts her instead of his wife to pick up the kids 
And she's like, uh, what? And he's like, oh, sorry, I sent the wrong text. And she's like, that was meant for your wife, right? And he, like, never replied. So she's like, wow, okay, so he has a wife and kids. Um, <laughs> what a jerk. So she crosses him off. And she actually finally finds Daniel on LinkedIn, naturally. That's a very business social media. And she messages him. And this is about a week and a half until the gala. So she's really, like, trying to buckle down, trying to find Daniel, trying to find a date just to cover her bases. And she really, really wants to run into Daniel naturally still. And so she takes Trevor to the building that Daniel works at. And she's like, okay, I'm going to walk around, maybe happen to bump into him, um, just keeping everything casual so they're kind of just standing there talking and she looks over and Daniel is like about to walk by and she's like freaking out like he can't see me oh my gosh I'm not ready like you have to hide me and then Trevor kisses her and it's so cute and afterwards he looks very panicked because he's like uh I meant to do that but I didn't mean to do that like don't look into this and and her thought process is like uh did he mean to just hide me or does he have feelings for me because we've kind of been flirting the past week or so like but I don't want to ruin anything so they kind of just like brush it off Daniel then messages her like the next day and they're very very excited to talk to each other very excited to meet up and so they plan a meetup and she's already invited him to like the Valentine's Day gala he says yes and yeah they want to meet up so he is very very late and one of her biggest fears is to be stood up on a date and Trevor knows this and so she's messaging Trevor like I don't think he's gonna show up he still hasn't messaged me he's like 45 minutes late they want to take this table from me and Trevor shows up and he acts like he is her boyfriend like hey I'm so sorry I'm late like for the restaurant people and it's just very, very nice, very sweet, very, ugh, I just love it. Trevor is so good. And so they, they talk about their feelings that have started to happen. And he's very, very hesitant because he's like, I don't want to be just another asshole to break your heart. Like, I have really big feelings for you. And... She's like, well, I have big feelings for you. And he's like, I need to take things really slow. Like, I haven't been in a relationship for a long time. I don't really want to be in a relationship, but I want to be with you. Um, because if there's anyone in the world that I want to try for, it's you. And so then um, he gets called to go to California with the other firefighters to help the fires there. And the night before, they make toast, and they commit to each other. So he leaves to California. He doesn't even say bye, which is interesting. And then she doesn't hear from him. Like, she tries to text him. She tries to call, and he just doesn't answer. So it's been a couple days. And she just she knew that he wouldn't be at the gala because he had to go to California. So her invite with Daniel still worked out. So her and Daniel go to this gala and she is still really upset about Trevor because he hasn't talked to her. She thinks that things might be over, that maybe he like freaked out. 
And so she is just standing like at the gala with Daniel. They're talking, um, laughing. And then Trevor shows up and she's like, oh, hey, like you're here. But he gets upset because he can see how good her and Daniel like look together and are laughing. So he like kind of freaks out because he's very insecure about it's a very new relationship and she's like wait no 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 like I love you I, w- I want to be with you like I want to try this relationship and so they have like a a heart to heart and it's just like a nice ending because like a friends to lover kind of like a, a room romance like close proximity trope like all the tropes were in this and it was just so cute how the author like brought it into everything like just kind of circled everything around and I've actually really enjoyed Amy Leah's book I think she might only have two I need to look and see if she has more but overall this book was just solid and cute and funny and just a really feel-good romance book so I definitely recommend both Set on You and this one They just go really well together and the characters are really great and they're personable and you just, you root for them. You really do and you really want them (laughs) to be together. So love the book. Definitely, definitely recommend you pick it up, especially if you are kind of in like a reading rut. Um, But even if you're not, I definitely recommend putting it on your to be read list because it's worth it. It definitely is. So that is the episode for this week, but I appreciate you guys, and I will talk to you later.